Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Greetings in the name that is above every name that is the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's your host, Bishop F.L. Phillips, welcoming you, you, and you to another episode of the Impact Conference here on Talk Shoe. It is always indeed a blessing as well as a privilege and an honor that you have taken time out of your schedules to tune in to the Impact Conference. Great show tonight, and uh, God has really blessed us to be able to continue for the for such a long time, bringing quality programming to the talk show and probably programming concerning leadership. And so we really want to uh, make a concerted effort of just reminding you that there are some things that we have to really, really, really take into consideration. And we've been talking about the sacrifice the leader makes to become successful. And, you know, we're going to go back to that because uh, there's a lot to be said about the sacrifices that a leader must make in order to be successful. We just want to welcome all of our guests, guest number three and guest number four. We thank God for you tuning in. And our host of Louisiana guest who will soon be joining us. But it is uh, somewhat baffling uh, that, you know, sometimes we – we think about uh, leadership, and we don't recognize that great leaders have to make great sacrifices. And if we don't, we're going to make the biggest mistakes as we go forth in trying to do the things that are necessary. Let us go before the throne of grace in prayer. Father, we thank you. We praise you tonight. We give you glory, honor, and praise for what you've done and what you are doing. And, Lord God, I just thank you right now that you are blessing us, Lord God, today to come in, Lord God, and do this work that you call us to do. We give you praise tonight. We give you honor and glory. We ask that you bless all of our callers and all of our listeners and all those who will participate. We buy an adversary attack to come against principalities and powers. And we do call this a success in Jesus' name. We pray amen. The Amen. The sacrifice that leaders have to make to obtain greatness. The sacrifice that leaders have to make to obtain greatness. Now, uh, we're going to use amen and what Jesus said to the, the rich one, ruler, you know, because he was a ruler which suggests that he was a leader. And Jesus' uh, insight into this young man's quest to, to be great, you know, you inherit eternal life. And, you know, when he says that all these things have I kept since my youth up, 
what lack by now, Jesus says, thou will be perfect. Or if you want to obtain greatness, go and sell all you have and give to the poor. He say, sell all you have and give all you have away. He said, go sell all you have and give to the poor and come and follow me. And this was uh, the sacrifice to obtaining greatness is being willing to follow Jesus, not so much as selling all you have, but being willing to follow Jesus. And I think that that is something that will be uh, forever uh, a permanent fixture in my life. It will be a permanent fixture in my life. It will be a permanent fixture in my life that in order to obtain greatness, you must be willing to follow Jesus. That, that's what he says, that if any man come out to me, he has to deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. That's what he said. And here's the good part about it, that a lot of times we're not conscious of that, that we have to do that. Uh, coming into greatness, we have to be willing to follow Jesus. And, you know, we're going to use tonight the rich young ruler because he wanted to obtain greatness. And he asked what must he do to inherit eternal life, and he was told what he could do, and that was to keep the commandments. And he said, well, I'll be perfect in, in, in obtaining greatness. He says, go and sell all you have. Give to the poor and follow me. Now, let me just say this, because if you want to obtain the status of greatness as a leader, it will require a sacrifice of obedience, a sacrifice of obedience in following Christ. And so that's something that I think that we have to look into and look at very seriously. And so tonight I just want you to really, really, really uh, take heed about what we're saying tonight. Greatness, sacrifice, obedience, following Christ. Greatness, sacrifice, obedience, in following Christ, greatness, sacrifice, obedience in following Christ, greatness, sacrifice, listen to me, obedience in following Christ, greatness, sacrifice, obedience in following Christ. And if you're going to obtain greatness as a leader, you're going to have to become obedient in following Christ. And this is what he tells the mission on your world. He says, if you would be perfect, he said, go and sell all you have. Give to the poor. Notice I'm not putting emphasis on anything. He just said, give to the poor, and then take up your cross and follow me. You know, and so the point of reference and intent is, are you willing to follow him? Because if you're going to obtain greatness as a leader, you're going to do it through obedience and following Christ. Let me go to the phone line because you know, the rich young ruler is a perfect example. He went away sorrowful, but he had great possessions. But he wanted to become great, but his possessions hindered him from that status or accomplishing that status. 
Let me go to my Louisiana call on the line. Louisiana, you're on the phone line. Who am I speaking with tonight? Good evening, Sister Thomas. Who am I speaking with? Sister Thomas. Okay, Sister Thomas, how are you doing today? Fine, how are you this evening? I'm doing great. As always, we are just back in the saddle welcoming all of our guests, guests uh, three and four who's listening in tonight. Uh, we're talking about uh, the sacrifices that leaders have to make to become great, the sacrifices that leaders have to make in order to become great. This is a continuation of what we started last week. Tonight we're using the rich and ruler as an example out of Luke because in all aspects he had an opportunity to obtain greatness, but because he did not, make a sacrifice, he was not going to obtain. Now, I'm going to ask you a question, a series of questions. One, why is it so hard for leaders to make sacrifices in order to become great? Why is it so hard? I believe it's so hard for leaders to make sacrifices because they're not willing to give up uh, to give up, to go up, and that is a hard decision that leaders have to make. Um, and not all leaders want to uh, submit and give their uh, submit their will to going up, but they want to, they want to be great leaders. So I feel that uh, they're not willing to submit or to give. Uh, submit their will and make sacrifice to what uh, to go up. Amen, amen, amen. And and you know you're right. You know, and the, the sad part is that that sacrifice is an indication of your obedience, because in order to make a sacrifice, you have to be obedient. In order to make a sacrifice, you have to be obedient. Now, watch this. The rich young ruler wanted to obtain greatness. He asked, what must he do to inherit final life? He was told, keep the man. He said, all of them I have kept from my youth, but what lack am I now? Jesus said, if thou were made perfect. In other words, you want to obtain to perfection and the status of greatness, then go sell what you have, give to the poor, and follow me. When that happens, this is where you have to ask yourself the question, you know, what prevented him from making that sacrifice? The Bible said he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions. What prevented him? for making that sacrifice, and what prevents most leaders from making that sacrifice? Is it possession? Is it uh, giving up their time? Is it uh, requirement of taking away from things that they want to do? What What is it? You know, for him, it was his possession. Um, you mentioned uh, three, uh, three things, and I think all of them could be associated with uh, not giving up uh, time, sacrifice, finance, um, 
pride. Uh, it could be a lot of things that prevent people from uh, making sacrifice. Uh, you know, sometimes they want both, uh, and a lot of you can't have both. Either you either you're gonna give in to one, you got to let one go, but you can't obtain um, possession and want to um, move into great being an effective leader, you know, it's some, somewhere uh, you have to uh, come to a point where the road, you have to yield to the left or to the right, and it's split, and you have to make a decision. Um, now to become great, a great effective leader, you know, majority of the time the people are going to go to the right, you know, because they don't see opportunity. And when you see going to the left, it's more of the worldly things and uh, uh, things that your possession and, you know, um, yeah, uh, status, you, uh, you know, uh, with people and, you know, you want to move in that area. So you would never see uh, the sacrifice that those people make and you'll never see the results that come out it to be effective. So a lot of time it is time sacrifice. It could be people, um, titles. A lot of things can prevent you from being uh, 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 making those sacrifices and being obedient to uh, following uh, following Christ. And, and and that's the case. You know, is it is it is it is it difficult to make a sacrifice, or it's just difficult? Altogether, you know, is it is, is it a problem? I'm looking at these notes and I'm looking at uh, this this rich young ruler. He was asked to make a sacrifice, go and sell all he has, give to the poor, and follow him. That was the sacrifice. He found it very difficult for whatever reason, because the Bible said he went away sorrowful, or he had great possession. In other words. To make a sacrifice for him was to give up what he considered to be great. But in order to obtain what he wanted to be is great, he had to give up what he thought he had that was great. And I think when it came down to it, he weighed the two out and found that what he had was more valuable than what he wanted. And... What you think about that? I believe that um, is it difficult? I believe that it depends on each individual. Is where you at in your uh, spiritual life and growth and development. Um, if you mature, uh, I don't see are you seeing it's difficult uh, because you know that as you travel, that the the greater you may not see it, but you that the greater is going to be seen eventually. So uh, that's why a lot of kind people, uh, great leaders, you know, not looking at today. They are looking into the future. Uh, when you're, you're narrow-minded, you, you close yourself off too, and I believe that effective leaders look at the bigger picture. You know, they and this uh, uh, rich young ruler, he had a narrow mind. He was just only looking at the position at hand. 
but he did not look into the bigger picture where he could have have greater status or greater um, things in life that he could have received. So I believe that it's where it's where you located in your spiritual life and where you develop uh, your um, uh, your developmental stage is where you're located. Uh, some people may find it hard if they not, you know, um, not there, not uh, at that that stage in their life, and they may find it difficult, to, you know, to make that that sacrifice or be be obedient. Uh, so it comes. Uh, so each person, I believe that each person has to weigh out if it works. Worth, worth what you're doing. Uh, can you wait to see the bigger picture? Uh, and I believe that this young, uh, rich young ruler, he was not, he was not able to. He only see what was in the front of him, and to lose what is in front of him, uh, that's what he was familiar with. So a lot of times, people don't want to lose what what they're familiar with. So that's where I see this rich young ruler. Uh, was at in his state. Amen, 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 and and that's something that we 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 have to look at uh, on a consistent basis because you know I look at people who aspire and I know they want to be great, but the sacrifice that is required may be more than they are willing to pay, and I think that's where everything really unfolds. And so we have to really, 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 really uh, begin to uh, take into consideration that we are going to really have to know that this is what we want to do if we're going to make the sacrifice. And I think that's the thing that he did not, he did not take into consideration you know, I have that he he did not really consider what he was asking and what price he would have to pay. He really did not consider what he was asking and what he would really have to pay. He did not consider that. Because had he, you know, it would have been easy for him to give up what he had for what he wanted. And, you know, some people want to obtain greatness, but they don't want to pay that price. It's like wanting a Mercedes Benz, but you want to pay a Volkswagen price. The cost, the, the 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 cost of the sacrifice determines, you know, whether or not you really want uh, what you're going after. Now, if if you were in the rich young ruler's shoes, just put yourself there for a moment. What would you have done differently, or what do you see him doing that you probably uh, uh, would have done? What would you have done differently, what you see him doing that you probably would have done? Two-fold questions. Okay, repeat the first question. What would you, what did you see him do that you would do differently? That's the first question, that you would do differently. And then what did you see him do that you also could see yourself doing? 
um, to answer the first one, what would I do? Uh, first of all, um, I knew if I wanted um, if I wanted to to gain more, I would have to give up what I had. I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to look what I had and and determine um, and to determine that I didn't want that. I didn't want that, but I would give it up because I knew that on the greater end that I will obtain more. So yes, I would have. Um, I would have given up what that possession that I had because guess because uh, it was. It was only temporal, temporal anyway. So I knew that I would. I know on the other end that it would be greater. Um, what I, would I have done different? Um, maybe uh, I. I wouldn't have walked away. Uh, you know, I would have probably, you know, took a consideration and waited out. I don't think I would have. Uh, you know, I wouldn't have just made that my final result to just to to just uh opt out. I would have stayed in it and just uh you know, just kept pressing and seeking God, you know, uh and weigh my decision, you know, seek God in prayer and weigh my decision and 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 uh never to run uh, out of a situation but just to stay in it. And to see the results, I don't think I would have walked out. I, I wouldn't have, you know, just took what I had and been satisfied with me, with it, because you know I, I, I'm not that type to just to be satisfied with the status quo. So I just would have stayed in it and stick with it and just gave up what I had. Well, let me ask this question: What what did you see him do? that you probably would have done? You know, I know you've answered the portion of what you'd have done differently, but, you know, what did you see the rich young ruler do that maybe you or many other people would have done, you know, that we see? As far as walking away, I'm not quite sure I'm understanding the question. No, no, as far as what did he do that you would have done? You know the rich young ruler in the whole episode that that you would have done. What did you see him do that you would have done, and then what did you see him do that you would have done differently? Was the question you answered first? But what did you see him do that you would have done? Um, I'm not sure what I'm not sure. I'm not sure on the first thing. I'm still not sure. Can you give me some more details about the Richard? Well, yeah. See, here's the thing. The whole episode, for me, and I'll give you what I would have done, that I saw him do, that I would have approached Jesus wanting to obtain what he had. I, 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 I believe his desire to obtain greatness was, 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 was what I would have wanted, you know, uh, you can't say you don't want it because everybody strives for it, and I think it's commendable and not condemnable by God. So, I, I mean, personally, I would have desired to obtain greatness, and, and the only way I could have done that was to follow the instructions that Jesus would have given me. And then from there, I would have began to see 
and experience what God was doing in a most uh, blessed way. Uh, then from there, you can kind of go with, you know, that I would have done the same thing. I would have desired what he desired, and that was to inherit eternal life. And that was the question that I would have asked you in reference to that. But, you know, in, in the comparison uh, with the rich young ruler, and I think you were correct in, in many ways, you know, we see so many rich young rulers, and I mean typically uh, people of his status, we see so many of them uh, that are coming across our path. What What do you... What do you do to prevent them from making the mistakes that he made, walking away? That's why we have this leadership forum, because, you know, we see so many rich young rulers, those who come into Jesus' design, greatness, and we want to prevent them from making the same mistakes that this young man made. So what do you do? What would you do? if you had the assignment of preventing this walking away from ever happening again? What what would you do? Um, first of all, if um if I, you know, come across someone come across my path, uh, to attain greatness, um uh, and leadership and uh first of all, you know, I will make sure that they are, you know, prayerful and First of all, um, and try to find out where they want to be and where they want to go, because uh, a lot of times people don't want to, you know, make the sacrifice. They want to go, but they don't want to make the sacrifice. So I try to, you know, you know, make sure to try to figure out, you know, where they, uh, what they're speaking, uh, what's their uh, end result and how much time or effort they want to put into it, you know, and that's going to play uh, how much, you know, that I may be willing to, uh, you know, invest because a lot of times you could be investing in people that don't want to go anywhere. So I will see how much, you know, how much uh, time I want to invest in that person. If they want to be sold out, you know, you know, I'm on the bandwagon with them to, you know, make the um, to help them along the way, um, and making sure when those tough times come that I'm there as a uh, as their support. You know, let them know, you know, you can't give up. You have to keep fighting the good fight. You know, uh, it's it, you know this this is just you know this is part of the work. This is part of the uh, the uh, this is part of you know, your training or where you want to be, you know, uh, keep pressing and, you know, keep pushing them and telling them that they can and, you know, that they will be able to see the result if they just stay in it and um, uh, to, you know, to attain greatness. Uh, and greatness, and I will let them know, you know, greatness don't come. It's not an overnight, it's not an overnight thing. So, I will keep telling them and to uh, keep uh, watching over them and, you know, pushing them and making sure that they're staying on the right path. Because, I mean, here's what I see. 
and we welcome all of our guests tonight. We're talking about what the sacrifices leaders must make to become great, and we're using the rich young ruler tonight. Uh, and the thing that I'm asking now is, you know, what would you have done to prevent those who, because you got a lot of people who fit the category of the rich young ruler who want to obtain greatness, and the question is, what would you have done in order to prevent them from walking away as he had done? And I think that's a good question that needs to be explored because I believe that there's so many of them that are walking away. I believe that there's so many that are walking away, and you want to prevent that from happening. So, you know, you know, you have to look at it and see. So let me go to my other Louisiana guest and see who I have on the line. Louisiana, you're on the phone line. Who am I speaking with tonight? Louisiana, can you hear me? Amen. Well, we just thank God for our Louisiana guest that's on the line. Uh, but we're talking about that. And, uh, there, there, there are several factors, one, that we can do to prevent these young rulers from walking away. And the first thing that I have written is that you must get them to see that this is not an overnight process, that you must get them to see that this is not an overnight process. Let me say that again. You know, if we're going to prevent them from walking away, as the rich young ruler did, and you're going to have to get them to see that this is not an overnight process. What does that suggest? That, you know, this is going to take time. And I think uh, for the most part, you know, some people come in with the pretense that it's an overnight process, that, you know, it's going to happen immediately and it's going to happen, you know, in a matter of moments and minutes. And that's not the case. So people have to come in with the understanding that this is not an overnight process now. Once that happens, you know, that's the start to preventing them from walking away because now they're going to realize, hey, guess what? It ain't going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen overnight. And I think that's something that, that, that we all have to take in consideration. It's not an overnight process. Let me just go to the phone lines again because I want to get some input on that. Louisiana, you're on the phone line. Who am I speaking with tonight? Missionary Jones. Okay, Missionary Jones, we welcome you to the Impact Conference. And we're talking about the sacrifices that leaders must make in order to obtain greatness. We're using the rich young ruler tonight as an example because he wanted to obtain greatness, but when he was told what he needed to do in order to do so, the Bible said he turned away and was sorrowful because he had great possessions. Now, uh, we pose the question as to what would you have done differently that he did, and we pose the question as to what did you see him do that you would have done also. And so Thomas answered, uh, the first, and I answered the second. And now we're talking about, you know, how can we prevent, and this is very important, how can we prevent these rich young rulers, people of that magnitude that come in thinking that it's an overnight, 
thing. And my principle is that, you know, you got to let them know that this is not an overnight process. You know, that your greatness is not going to come in one week. It's not going to come in one month. You know, that this is not an instantaneous process, that you're not going to make it overnight. Because if you can prepare them to get them to see that this is not an overnight process, then they would they would become more patient toward working to the end, knowing that it's not going to happen overnight. What do you have to say, Missionary Jones? First of all, um, I'm glad I got in here tonight. Thank God for that. Um, I'm I'm going to say that um, a lot of times. Um, the knowledge, obtaining knowledge. And you know the word says that God's people destroy by lack of knowledge. So I'm thinking more like the understanding and realizing that um, it's like a, a, a time factor. Um, it's like uh, you're not going to obtain it and just, a short period of time. I'm, I'm thinking about myself, uh, realizing that Rome wasn't building one night. It's, it's more like a, a a time factor and uh, waiting on God and uh, realizing that uh, you don't have to uh, rush into everything. Understand what I'm saying? It's, it's um, just praying and sitting back and waiting on God and just not giving up and just having that that, that, that that patience and keeping in mind at all times that and that's true. I want to say it's like a it's like a going through a process thing, you know, and, and learning as you go, a, a, a learning experience, knowledge, obtaining knowledge and, and realizing that uh things are gonna work work for you if you have patience. That's all I have to say. Well, and here's the thing. You're right. It's a time factor. My my principle is in order to prevent them from walking away and being sorrowful, I said that you have to get them to understand that this is not an overnight process. And you and use yourself as an example. But yet there are so many people that come in and that think it's an overnight process. They think it's that they're going to obtain, you know, use yourself for example. You know, so many people, they think, oh, they can just come in and do what you're doing, but they don't realize the time and process that it took you to get to where you are to do what you're doing or come in and do what Sister Thomas is doing. They don't realize the time and process it took to get to where she is to do what she's doing. They don't understand that. And when they come in thinking that, oh, they can just walk in and they're going to do this and they're going to be like this, that's not the case. It's going to always take time, and that's one of the keys to effective success and greatness, time. You see, anyone that's great, they became great over a period of time, developmental, mastering the process. Mm-hmm. And that's what you have to do. You know, people look at me, and, you know, they think, oh, I you know, because I'm seen so young and stuff like that. But they don't realize I got 30-plus years in there. And that's 
time. That is not an overnight process. But because I took it one day, one night at a time, and allowed the process to develop me, now I'm seeing the benefits of it. And that's what people don't understand, you know, that when they try to uh, get around it. Yeah. They try to get around it and take the shortcut. They make all the mistakes. And they walk away because they're frustrated. They become frustrated. So, you know, you know, getting knowledge to them, but we have to do something to prevent, prevent them from walking away. And that's where the emphasis is because they want to become great, but they know that, you know, we have to get them to see that it's not going to take place overnight. And I think that's something that all of them are going to have to come to grips with. And, I mean, I say this from, from I see it, and it, it's disturbing to me, Missionary Jones and Thomas and all of our guests tonight, that, you know, some people, they just think it's, they come in and, bam, they got it. And it's not that easy. But they think so, you know. They think so. So, you know, we have to take into consideration what is it going to take for them to be great. Now, uh, it's not not an overnight process. And I'm emphasizing it's not an overnight process because it takes time to develop, you know, you know, the Bible said, be anxious for nothing but do all things through prayer and supplication. You know, that means that you got to let this process take place. James said, let patience have a perfect work that you may be complete and, and entire lacking nothing. It's a process. So, you know, people think it's just it's something that, that's going to happen overnight, and it's not happening overnight. It's not happening overnight. So what do you do? What you what do you do? You speaking to me, Bishop? Well, I say, what do you what do you think? Um, why do people try to to rush the process? Are you speaking to me, Bishop? Yes, Missionary Jones. Why do you think people try to rush the process to become great? Why do you think they try to do it overnight or think they're doing it overnight? Why why do you think that that's the case? Because they they think it's going to be an easy process. Their mindset not right. They don't don't realize uh, the process of this thing, Bishop. And, you know, just like... Uh, in my missionary walk with God, people come to me all the time, and I mean all the time, at other churches and their surroundings and wants to be a missionary. They tell me that all the time, but as I sit back and do my evaluation and, and look, they they just not ready for it. They think that it's easy, and it's really not. It's is 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 working and 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 the love for God and the love for people you know they don't have all this bundle that they need they think they can just jump in there 
and do it, and they really can't do it, Bishop. Is they? It's just like a lack of understanding. They think they can, and they feel like they can, but they don't know the involvement in it. And I tell people that all the time. That's why I do a lot of fasting and praying for people in the areas that they want to work for God for. You know that they would they would get there and realize at the same token. Allow God to work in your life and realize some things got to take place uh, before you can get to the next next level. Some things got to happen. So that that's You're right. about it. You know, but you know, again, you know, we got a lot of people who walk into this thing and they walk in with the pretense and understanding like they're going to get there. It ain't going to take them long, and you know, you're going to see and. You know, before long, you're going to see, I told you so. And, you know, I tell people all the time, I laugh because, you know, it's it's amazing how, you know, somebody could think that they can learn in one year what it took you four years to obtain, you know, or learn in three years what it took somebody ten years to. It's not that easy. And so... My point of reference is the first thing that you do if you want to keep them from walking away is that you got to get them to see that this is not an overnight process. If you can't get them to see that it's not an overnight process, then you never have them anyway because, you know, time is everything. You know, I always tell you all the acid test to any relationship is T-I-M-E. Yeah. Time. Time's going to tell you You know, Time is going to tell you whether or not they're legit or they're genuine. Yes. Time is going to tell that they're not. It's the answer test. So, you know, we, we always give God praise and always give God honor. You know, that's the first thing. You stand by, Missionary John, I'm going to come back to you. Let me go to Sister Thomas. Sister Thomas, what do you have to say concerning getting them to realize that this is not an overnight process? Do you feel that's something that has to be done? Absolutely necessary. It's necessary that it must, you know, they must be, you know, told up front. You know, this is not an overnight, uh, this is not an overnight process. It's going to take time, and time doesn't mean one day, two days, a week, a month, a year. It may be years before you see the results, you know. So we as leaders have to let the people know that it does take time. What you see on the outside uh, can be, uh, uh, doesn't tell the whole story uh, when, um, when you're working in ministry and being an effective leader uh, because what you see on the outside and when a person uh, begins to move into their ministry, you would see the uh, you would see the results of what they put in and how much time and uh, what's the process they had to go to to get to uh, where they're at now. Um, so I would say yes. Um, you have to let them know up front that you know, and let share your story with them that it wasn't an overnight process uh, with you that it took time, and, you know, let them know the, the steps and the 
setbacks that you had to go through, but never to give up. So, yes, I believe that we have to let the people know that it's not an overnight uh, process, and it does take time. Amen. And the second thing, and I'll come back to you, Missionary Jones, the second thing is not only that that it's not an overnight process because they want to attain greatness, that there's a price to pay that's going to determine whether or not you want what you're going after. You know, one of the things I learned throughout the schooling system was you don't get these things without paying the price. They don't give away degrees. They don't give away, if you can test to that, if I'm Southern University and then college, they don't give them away. So, you know, there's a price to pay. And let me just ask you, in order to get that four-year degree, did you pay a price? I paid a high price, but the, what I received is higher than what I paid. So uh, I paid up front, and on the end, I got a greater price, a higher price. So I didn't look at what the price I had to pay up front. And I think we have to let people know what you're paying up front is going to be greater on the end. So, yes, that was, that was a price I had to pay. And, and here, here's the thing, because, you know, I'll, I'll be teaching a class coming up, a leadership class, and one of the things that, you know, I'm dealing with is I'm dealing with the price, you know, that you have to pay. You know, in order to be great, you have to pay a great price. You know, that's obvious. You're going to you get what you pay for. And if you want greatness, it costs a great price. And this is something that I want to emphasize tonight because, you know, not only that you have to get the understanding it's not over that process, but that in order to obtain this, you're going to have to be willing to pay the price. You know, because when they start complaining, when they start murmuring and bickering, the first thing I always say is, you know, it costs you. And I often tell you all what Dr. Jefferson told me. And the National Baptist Convention said it costs you to sit up here. In other words, sit up here, you have to pay a price. Believe me, I understood that. And you can say what you want. There's just certain places, if you want to go, you have to pay the price. Box, uh, press box seats, you pay a price. 50-yard sideline seats, you pay a price. You know, uh you know, end zone, stuff like that is not as high. But there is, it's a, a sacrifice. So what do you say, you know, when it comes down to paying this price? You, you know, you paid a, a great price and you got the reward on the end, but you had to pay up front. Yes. You have to pay up front. You know, some people, they don't want to pay up front. They want to play up front and then try to pay at the end. That's failure. So what do you say? Exactly. Uh, a lot of time people do want to, you know, they want to play Pay, pay, P-A-Y, pay up front, I mean pay 
and play at the same time. Um, and it's not going to, um, you're never going to see the results or the benefits if you plan and uh, not, you know, serious about being committed to uh to work to to attain greatness. Uh, I believe that you know to attain greatness that you you have to uh, you have to you know you say you get what you pay for. You know whatever you put in, that's what you're gonna get out of it. Uh, uh, and a lot of times people do not want to put in. You know they want to put in the less and get the greater out, but it doesn't work that way. You have to put in the greater to get the greater. So I believe that when you put in the effort, the time, the faithfulness, and the commitment, and the loyalty, when you put all that stuff in um, being um, to attain greatness, you're going to see the, the results of what you put in, you know, the the, 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 the sweat, the, the, the effort, the, the, tie, the, the crying, the tears, and you you putting all this in right now, but on the on the on the end you will see the greater result. But a, a lot of times people, you know, they opt out. They don't want to, you know, they want to play play the game, but they don't want to uh, they don't want to play fair. They want to, you know, they want to skip. You know, uh, they want to cut cut uh, cut uh, make shortcuts and you know. Uh, pit uh, and and those things, and they will never ever see the greater results of being greatness. And I think it hurts so many great, so many people that want to be great in leadership, but they don't want to. Like you say, you get what you pay for. They don't want to pay the price. They don't want to. Um, they don't want to put the time in. They don't want to take time to develop. They don't want to be committed. They don't want to be faithful. They don't want to be loyalty to what they're for for the cause they are uh they're want what they're called to do. So um when you see those people that put in those things, those efforts of uh, faithfulness, committed loyalty, I guarantee that uh uh in a long run that you know they they will reach uh, the uh, the point in their life, and they can look back and say, you know, it, it wasn't easy. I had to take these steps to get where I'm at today. So you know, it, I'd rather take these steps than to just uh, go up, uh, be up front, and never uh, develop those stages because it. I, it's going to come back to hunt you one day. It's going to come back and hurt you one day if you do not follow the process or the steps of developing to being effective uh, or to be a great leader. Well, it's not an overnight process. And, it's, there's a, and, and the second thing that I have here is that there's a great price to pay. You know, sometimes, you know, for me, I have to emphasize it, and I tell people that all the time. You know, I know as much as you think this is something easy, that's a price to pay. You know, people just don't walk in leadership in the ministry, and 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 they have to pay a price. You know, to to obtain that status, you just don't get it. It's not something just thrown out there. You know, like a tennis ball across the net. People have to pay the price. And my thing is that you appreciate what you pay for. Sometimes you don't appreciate what you pay for. 
but you appreciate what you pay for. Because when you pay for it, you know you earned it. That's why, you know, I tell people all the time, you have to have these earned degrees, you know, because of what people do. Now, let me just say this, and I welcome all of our guests tonight. We're talking about the sacrifices that leaders must make in order to become great. Uh, Our text is coming from Luke dealing with the rich young ruler because he wanted to obtain greatness, but when it when he was told what he had to do, you know, he was not willing. The Bible says he went away sorrowful. So uh, the first point that I made was that, you know, we have to emphasize to people who want to obtain greatness is that it's not an overnight process. You know, there's not something you're going to walk into overnight. You know, it's just like leadership. I've been in leadership all my life, and it's not an overnight process. The second thing that we're emphasizing is that there's a great price to pay for greatness. There's a great price to pay for greatness. There's a great price to pay for greatness. And that's where we are right now, and I'm placing the emphasis on that because if you want to obtain greatness, it costs it's a great price. It's not cheap. You know, it ain't something you can go and get at the Dallas store. It ain't something you can go get at a uh, bargain center. No, you're going to have to make Great sacrifices pay great prices in order for you to obtain greatness. And that's what we emphasize. That was Sister Thomas giving commentary. I'm going to go to Missionary Jones in East Maryland. I'll come to you following guest number five, guest number four, guest number three. If you have anything you want to say, you can type it in. We will uh, read it all. Missionary Jones, what about paying this great price in order to attain greatness? I do agree that it's it's a great price that we we must pay, you know, for for greatness. Um, like I said earlier, um, and I was just listening to Sister Thomas uh, and you too about the process thing, and it's just not easy. It's it's a sacrifice, and uh, a lot of times in life we tend to lean to our own understanding. We think that we can get out there and do it, but we don't want to be accountable. That's one of the things. And one of the things I want to say that as being missionary and so many people coming at me about being missionary, I started putting some things through a test. I started inviting people to come into the nursing home with me on Sunday afternoon. I started inviting people to come into the hospital with me and pray for me. I tried to prepare them for these things, Bishop. And I tell you, I was thinking about this just yesterday. All the people that came to me and told me that they wanted to be missionaries, and when I gave them the opportunity to come in and learn some things and see some things hand-on-hand experience, not one showed up, and I always had to be the one that go back to them and ask them what happened. You were supposed to come to the nursing home, or you're supposed to be in certain places, and you didn't show up. And I already knew right then and there that it wasn't easy for them. They thought that they could be able to do it, but they couldn't do it. They just couldn't pass the test. And like I say, it comes from experience, and being serious about this thing. 
anybody can say they want to do certain things, but it's a process. It's, it's, it's not easy. I tell you, when I became missionary, Pastor, um, Sister Thomas, and the rest of the people that listen tonight, it's been a process. Every day, every week, every month, every year, I'm learning some things that I did not know before. And I'm getting greater later from my experience, from me going in and dealing with critically ill people and going into the nursing home and and just phone calls all hours of the night. You got to be ready for the people. And you got to be uh, uh, ready, ready to just stand strong in what you believe in God. You can't, you can't come at this thing with no any kind of thing because you're going to fail. You're going to find yourself in a situation that you don't even know how you got there. And through my process, I had to stop sometime and say, Lord, I need help in this situation to become great. I cannot let this situation overpower me. So like I say, it's the time, it's the experience, the sacrifice, the commitment, the accountability. It's a whole series of things that become great. And a lot of times, we just don't have that. We're not ready for it. That's all I have to say right now. Amen, amen. We thank God, amen, for for you, Missionary Jones. Let me go to East Maryland tonight. East Maryland, you're on the phone. Who am I speaking with? East Maryland, can you hear me? Amen. We must have missed it in East Maryland. But we're talking about leadership and how to obtain greatness as a leader. One, you know, we have to explain to people that it's not an overnight process. Number two, that in order to attain greatness, it's a great price to pay. And, you know, a lot of times it's not an overnight process, it's a great price to pay. But it also, listen to me, it also requires going beyond and above what is required of you. It's the third thing. It is also, listen to me, required going beyond and above what is required of you. Going beyond it and above it of what is required of you in order to become great. And that's where... I think the cutting edge, and I want you to document this, the cutting edge of why people don't obtain to greatness is because they're unwilling to go beyond and above what is required. That was something that uh, requires much discipline. And I think that when Jesus was speaking to the rich young ruler, he told him, go sell all you have and get to the poor and, 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 and come after me you know, follow me, it required him going beyond and above what was required of him. And he went away sorrowful because he was unwilling to do that. And I think a lot of people find themselves in that same predicament, that they're unwilling to go beyond and above what is required. If you want to obtain greatness, you must be willing to go beyond and above what is required of you. And that's, that's something that I think... Uh, all great leaders have done. You know, they're not waiting around. They don't look at who's doing this, doing that to determine what they're going to do. 
Many times they have to do what needs to be done, going beyond and above what is required of them because they are leaders. And in order to become great, you'll find yourself doing things that others shouldn't be doing. But yet, because of your position of leadership, you go beyond what is required of you and above what is required of you to do what is necessary. That's the biggest hindrance to those who want to become great. They're unwilling to do the the extras. They're not willing to go beyond and above what is required. As a result of that, they don't see the results either manifesting in their life. And I think that's something that we all have to take into consideration. Guest number four, guest number five, guest number three, if you have anything to say, amen, you can do so at this time. Listen up. Our time is for spent. Wow. Let me go, amen, up to Thomas. Final comments and prayer requests tonight. Final comments and prayer requests tonight, Sister Thomas. Uh, my final comment tonight, I thank God for you, Bishop. I thank God for the, the, the lesson today, um, um, you know, to uh, attain greatness, to be expected, uh, expected leaders, that uh, those three points that you um, hit on tonight, and that third one, I know we didn't get a chance to speak on it, but it is so powerful. That's going to determine um, where you're going and um it's going to determine where you're going and determine where you're going, and it's also going to determine um, uh, how much time, uh, uh, the effort and the time that you put in. When you put that extra in and go beyond what is called of you, you know, God looks at that. And I thank God for, you know, me personally that uh, sometimes people say it don't take all that, but I know what it takes for me to be, effective and to be a great leader. Uh, you know, I don't listen to uh, what people say. I know God honors that, you know, when he sees that you're making that effort to go beyond what it's called for you to do. Um, I thank God for uh, uh, Reverend Jenkins and Sister Vanessa and everyone on the Internet, uh, Missionary Jones. I thank God for you all just taking the effort and the time just to you know, comment, uh, list, just listening, you know, uh, to see, you know, where you want to be at in your in leadership or, uh, you know, what it's going to take for you to, to be great in leadership. And I think that God has called all of us to be uh, a leader, but we want to be great, effective leaders when we step out in the kingdom of God. I, I, I My prayer tonight is continue to look up, uh, to pray for all the pastors and their families, Bible ministry, uh, just keeping uh, them in prayer because it's it's a shifting now that 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 the enemy is upset with you know uh, God God's people, God's uh, prophets, God's uh, pastors and evangelists. He's upset because the word is going strong like never before, you know. Uh, people are seeing and hearing, so he's upset. So my prayer is continue to cover them up under the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, amen. Well, we thank God for that. Amen. Let me go to Missionary Jones. Missionary Jones, any final comments or prayer requests tonight? Uh, 
I thank God tonight for you, Pastor, for these topics that we so desperately need, and especially for me tonight that I was able to tap in because that's been one of the things that's on my mind because of the pressure of the people that wants to be missionaries and um, not understanding uh, how to be great and what you do and what it's going to take to be good leaders such as missionaries. And I thank God that I'm able to sit by and just listen and learn some things because in order for me to help myself and help people, I'm going to have to get in there and learn some things for myself and, and, and realize that I'm on this same page is that it's not easy. It's, it's a process, and uh, people don't realize uh, it takes time, it takes patience, and um, um, it's, it's, it's just, again, a, a, a process. It's more of a process thing. And tonight, I, I, I just, from my heart, it's, it's just so good, and I thank God for everything, uh, these topics that can help me to be a a much better and a stronger leader in my walk uh, in the missionary field. And I pray that other people will kind of tap in to get some of this information because that's what it's going to take so we can be great uh, at what, we, what we're doing and so we can learn some things. Everything comes by learning and experiencing things, and that's why I'm where I am today because I, I followed my pastor so closely. And it, a prime example was uh, just last night. I, I knew what I had to do. Some people had to come to church uh, today. So I, I was having problems, and I called my pastor, because I, I want to be a leader and, 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 and bring people into God's kingdom. And sometimes I need help. And, 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 and these topics can help us to get where we need to be and be able to do the things that we need to do for God. And I, I just want to ask that um, everyone tonight that will continue to pray for me. I've been dealing with some chronic pain, and it comes and it, and it, and it goes, and it tries to interfere with my missionary work sometimes. But I thank God today for uh, my effort, and I have not stopped. I have not stopped doing my duties today, and I want y'all to keep lifting me up and um, just lift, keep lifting my ministry up and everybody that's uh, attending to these talk show shows, and, and I just thank God for everything, everything that he's doing in my life because I realize that this is all a process. Amen, amen, amen. We thank God for that, Missionary Jones, and all. That you have put in. He's mailing you on the phone line. Any final comments or prayer requests? Amen. We thank God for each mailing and all of y'all who tune in. Listen, you know, let's go back over the points that I made. One, in order to obtain greatness and as a sacrifice of leadership, you're going to have to explain to people that this is not an overnight process, that nothing goes in the ground and comes back full blown overnight. It takes time. They have to understand that that's the process of greatest time. 
Not only that, you're going to have to also look at the second aspect of that, that in order to be a great leader, you have to pay a great price. And that's what most people don't want to pay. They want to shortchange the process. And then third, you have to go beyond and above the call and do it as required of you. You know, that's what separates meteorocracy from greatness. And so we just thank God for all of you all tonight and for what you've done. I just want to say that, you know, we're here every week doing the same thing, and we have been doing it for over three years. This is a blessing of God to be able to teach the subject of matters of leadership, and a lot of times people miss out on it. But if you get a chance, call a friend, call a neighbor, let them know that we're here every Sunday night, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 10 o'clock Central Time, right here on the talk show. Impact Conference, you know, teaching leadership principles. And so, you know, we have to be prepared for that. Let us pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. Look upon all of our guests. Look upon, Lord God, not only our guests, but their families and their loved ones. And, Lord, help them to become the leaders that you've called them to be and guide us and spearheading them, God, giving them what they need. Father God, we just pray continuously for their works and their ministries and their gifts that are without repentance. And, Lord, we just pray that you would help them to become all that you call them to be. I ask that you bless them going in and coming out. And, Lord, God, I ask that you minister to them in a way that only you can. We thank you, Father God, for what you've done. We praise you for what you're doing. And we magnify you for what you're going to do. Father, we just thank you tonight. Even as we pray, always with thanksgiving in our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Listen up, ladies and gentlemen. You have been in tune to the PWE Amen Network. Glory and glory God out of the beautiful city of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. We're in the studios here and we're so grateful that God has blessed us to be able to to Amen carry out his mission here in the beautiful city of Baton Rouge. Listen, keep me in your prayers. Always ask God's blessing upon me. And I will do the same for you. As they say in the German tongue, Kavas Diaz, and that is interpreted. May the good Lord bless you. Real good is our prayer. God bless you. God keep you. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.